Yes? It hurt his neck not to look up the hillside. What did you see? Perhaps nothing, I'm not sure, but it is better that we do not both stare, I think so. You were saying? Fear crawled up Fred's back like a centipede. There's an outcrop of rock about twenty yards ahead, Kiri. We'd be a lot safer behind it. Yes, I know, but we're having a conversation and we haven't seen anything yet. Kyriakos brushed his moustache with heavily nicotine-stained fingers. Fred remembered that when he'd first seen that moustache in Italy, it had been a well-groomed Ronald Coleman growth, along the road beyond Tombe di Passaro, on the Canadian core boundary. But now it had bushed out and run riot, perhaps symbolising its owner's own reversion to the traditional banditry of his native land. It was a spanda that fired just now. When he didn't speak, Kyriakos occupied his silence. That's an Andati weapon. And if they've got another one up there trained on us, we wouldn't get ten yards if they think we've seen them. So, talk to me. Wag your finger at me as though you had all the time in the world, okay? Yes. But words failed, Fred, even as he raised a ridiculous finger. Christmas Eve, he thought desperately. It wasn't Christmas Eve. It was February the 2nd, not December the 24th. February the 2nd, Anno Domini 1945, not December the 24th, 1944. Yes. Go on. Go on. Kyriakos waved an equally ridiculous hand at him, as though to disagree with the ridiculous finger. Talk to me. Yes. But on the other hand, it was Christmas Eve, thought Fred because General Scobie had abolished Christmas Day 1944 for the British Army in Athens, it just wouldn't have sounded right for the British Army, the Liberators, to have carolled peace on earth and goodwill to all men when they'd been busy killing their erstwhile communist allies with their 25-pounders firing over the Parthenon and the cruisers and destroyers in the bay stonking targets along the Piraeus Road and the Spitfires wheeling like eagles overhead. It's the eve of Scobie Mass, I mean, Kyriakos. Ah, of course, I had forgotten. Scobie Mass is tomorrow, of course. But we Greeks do not keep Scobie Mass, or Christmas either, remember? Dead right. Fred remembered. And General Scobie had been dead right too, because the commies had launched a midnight attack on the roof barracks garrison, Christmas Day, Boxing Day on the otherwise reasonable assumption that the British would be pissed out of their minds by then. Whereas, in fact, thanks to General Scobie, they'd been stone-cold sober and ready, and bloody-minded with it. Also thanks to General Scobie, by God. But he had to talk. I went to a party on Christmas Day, actually. You did? Kyriakos took a step towards him, turning slightly and draping a friendly arm across his shoulders. I thought that all the parties were forbidden then. He glanced sidelong uphill. It was for Greeks, too. Fred let the friendly arm propel him forwards along the path. What do you see? Nothing. Slowly now. For Greeks, you say? Uh, Greek children. Some fourth-div gunners gave it. Fred let himself be pushed towards the rocky outcrop. 
I saw one little kid gobble up four days M&V rations all by himself. It seemed a very long twenty yards to the outcrop, at this friendly snail's pace. And a couple of platefuls of peaches after that, plus a pile of biscuits. Yes, I heard about that. The arm restrained him. But it wasn't a gunner's party, it was 28th Brigade RASC, Fred. Well, it was a gunner who took me along. They were getting closer, step by step. But you're probably right, and trust the RASC to have the peaches. Fred shivered, slightly at the memory of the bitter wind that had chilled him before and after the party, as he'd helped the gunners find a position in suburban Athens free of electricity cables, which they had not been allowed to pull down. And there was the added problem of the Parthenon, high up and dead ahead, which had worried one classically educated subaltern mightily. But mostly it was the last three agonizing yards, shuffled step by slip.